Good morning. It's uh, Counselor Glenn here. This is take two of the video. I did the, the first take on YouTube and there was some issue with the audio. So doing it again so there's audio. Uh, thank you for tuning in. It is Saturday morning, January the 21st. Hard to believe we are two thirds of the way through January. Uh, this morning I'm at Upcountry Park, a beautiful rink here at Upcountry Park. Upcountry is between Upcountry and Allgrove off of Hartsmere and the rink is, is on the Allgrove side. Uh, it's a puddle rink, which is what we call rinks that do not have boards around the edge. Uh, this year we have 14 rinks in Stittsville. Some of them puddle rinks, some of them boarded rinks, some of them both. And they are run 100% by volunteers, including the newest rink at Joe Lewis Park, that's in uh, Potter's Key. Um, if you'd like to help volunteer at one of our local rinks, please get in touch with me. It's glenn.gower at ottawa.ca. These rinks are run 100% by volunteers and uh, we rely on your help to, uh, to flood them, to shovel them, to keep them well maintained and in great shape. They're a great asset here in our community. Uh, we are looking for volunteers in particular at Trustee M. Curry Park. So if you live near Trustee M. Curry Park, please get in touch. Uh, we'd love to have some more volunteer help there. Thank you. All right, I've got a lot of updates. It's been a super busy week. Uh, I've got some local updates. I've got some uh, city hall updates. Why don't I start with city updates? Uh, I participated this week in an announcement about uh, electric buses. I was at the OC Transpo garage along with the mayor and along with MP Mona Fortier from uh, the uh, Vanier, I believe is her ward, uh, Ottawa Vanier. Uh, we were there for an announcement that the federal government is contributing $350 million to the city's electric bus program. That will allow us to, to purchase 350 electric buses. And over the next 15 years, the plan is to convert all of Ottawa's diesel buses to electric buses. It's a very big project. Um, we've had four of these electric buses running since last February on a bit of a trial run and they've been running really really well. The batteries are working well, the range is there that we need, uh, the, the winter weather has not uh, negatively impacted the electric buses. Uh, another good thing is with the heavy batteries that are in the back it gives the buses really good traction in winter weather uh, like we've had recently. So some good news for OC Transpo there. Speaking of winter weather, we had another storm Thursday, Friday. Seems like a bit of a, a tradition this week in, in winter. And I had a few questions about winter weather parking bans and why the city did not call one yesterday. So a little bit of background. The city can call a temporary winter weather parking ban when there's uh, snow seven centimeters or more forecast. So uh, yesterday's storm was a 5 to 10 centimeter forecast, I believe, and I think we ended up getting 12. So certainly in that range where a uh, ban can be called. But the city only calls those when they really need them. It's kind of a last resort. And uh, with their schedule yesterday for snow clearing, they didn't feel they, they, they needed that in order to complete the routes in a timely manner. Um, there's a lot of uh, logistics that go into a parking ban and uh, basically a lot of resources involved. So if they don't have to do a winter ban, they don't. Um, think about, um, say, if, if you're a senior who, who might be getting home care in our community, if there's a winter parking ban on, there's no parking spot on the street for a, a nurse or a health practitioner to come into a home. Or if there's a, a Rogers or a Bell vehicle that's doing an installation, they cannot park on the street. So there's a huge impact when we do these winter parking bans. And uh, as I said, in general, try to avoid 
avoid them unless absolutely necessary. Anyhow, thank you for everyone's cooperation though during these winter parking bans, during these winter events. Even if there's no ban, it's always helpful if you take your car off the street. Uh, during a snowstorm, it does help uh, clear more efficiently and we appreciate everybody's cooperation. Uh, this week at City Hall, we had our first planning committee meeting. Um, I had a meeting with Dr. Etches about the upcoming Ottawa Public Health budget and uh, reminds me to remind you uh, to make sure you're up to date on all your COVID vaccines. We're still seeing a, a high but stable level of respiratory virus in Ottawa, including COVID-19. Uh, if you haven't had your latest vaccine dose yet, you can go to a local pharmacy. You can talk to your family doctor if you have one. Uh, you can go to one of the public clinics as well. Go to ottawapublichealth.ca for all the info you need there. Uh, switching to a bit more locally, we had our meeting on Monday for the West Wind Phase 4 Plan of Subdivision. Thank you to the dozen or so residents who participated in that. And I know many more of you have watched the archive of that video on my YouTube channel or on my website. Um, we uh, updated on my website some information about 360 Bobolink. This is the planned uh, apartment buildings at the corner of Robert Grant and Bobolink um, between uh, Robert Grant and, and Livery. Uh, or Livery, I never know. Uh, there's a resubmission, so they have made some changes to the original plan submitted last year. We've been waiting for this for almost a year to have this resubmission. There are some minor changes. There's a little more commercial. There's some more parking underground. Um, I'm still not completely happy with it, but anyhow, if, if that's near you or you're interested, please check out the revised plans and send me your comments. Uh, some updates on Shingwakan School. This is the new Fernbank Elementary School at Cope and Rouncey. Uh, I know since it's open, there have been some issues around uh, drop-off and pickup with a lot of traffic in the area. Uh, the city has been out doing some evaluations, and we're going to have some new signage up with additional no stopping and no parking signs. We've had Bylaw who's been out there, and they've been doing enforcement. And uh, there's going to be a crossing guard evaluation happening soon as well to see which of the intersections qualify for a crossing guard. Here's how you can help, though. If you're a parent at the school, please walk with your kid, if at all possible. If you absolutely must drive, park a few blocks away and walk the last little bit. If you live in the neighborhood, maybe leave a few minutes earlier or a few minutes later so you're not driving through in those peak times. And that applies for any school zone. I think if you're a neighbor of a school, you have a pretty good idea when school starts and when school's off for the day. Um, just delay your, your departure by a few minutes or leave a few minutes earlier. The, the fewer cars we have in these school zones in the morning and afternoon, the better for everyone. So thank you for your cooperation. Um, speaking of schools and after-school care, um, so Cardell Rec usually has uh, a few after-school programs um, to, to help out parents who need child care. When they did the registration back in August, there wasn't a huge demand, so those programs aren't running as per usual. But now that we're seeing more people heading back uh, into the office, uh, uh, back, uh, back to work in person in the office, there's more demand, and so if you are interested in after-school care, it would be worth reaching out to Cardell Rec, either drop into the reception desk there, or give them a call, and uh, let them know you're interested in after-school care. Uh, they're starting a bit of a waiting list, and if there's enough demand and they can find the staff available, uh, it's possible they could add that in uh, this spring, but certainly looking into the summer and next fall um, for, for uh, more, uh, more options for after-school activities for kids there. That'd be a good thing. 
Uh, lots of information on my website. Go to glengower.ca. You can see information about the city's frozen pipes program. Now, there's not a lot of properties that apply here in Stittsville, but there's some, um, in some areas of Ottawa, there are pipes that are not buried below the frost line. If they're below the frost line, they don't freeze. If they're above, there's a risk that they freeze. Uh, the city sends out notifications each year to houses and properties where this might be an issue. So if you're affected, you would have gotten a letter already. Um, but you can get more information about that on my website, how all of that works. It's not up yet, but this week we're going to be adding some information about some upcoming blasting for a new development on uh, near Bobolink. Uh, this is in the Westwood neighborhood. If you're affected by that, you should have already received a letter about pre-inspections that can be done. Um, anyhow, we're going to be sharing some more information later this week. Uh, last week, I mentioned a volunteer in our community is available to help with federal income taxes. So if you or someone you know needs assistance with that in Stittsville, email my office in confidence, at ottawa.ca, and we will put you in touch with that volunteer. Um, we haven't put a formal announcement out yet, but we will be announcing soon um, a call for volunteers. There's a really exciting project we're working on with the Stittsville Legion and with the Stittsville Canada Kiwanis Club. It's about providing a place for kids to get help with uh, school and homework after school. Uh, if that sounds interesting to you and you'd like to volunteer and help out in any way, email my office and again we'll have some more information soon. Maybe next week I can give you some more details about what's up there. Coming up, Friendship Club, Wednesday, January 25th. I gave the wrong date last time, so I apologize for that. Uh, they're a great organization that provides social support uh, activities for seniors in our community. So they do a monthly luncheon, and uh, this month is their annual general meeting when they elect their president and uh, all the officers of the group. Uh, they also do euchre tournaments. They do field trip excursions, so a really great uh, resource for seniors. Again, their luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th. I hope I got the date right this time. Coming up on Tuesday, January 31st in the evening, city staff are hosting an information update about something that's called the Huntmar Drive and Stittsville Main Street Extension Environmental Assessment or EA. Uh, there's a plan in the next few years to uh, make some upgrades to Huntmar between Maple Grove and Campo and to extend Stittsville, Maine from Jackson Trails up to basically the Mattamy Connections neighborhood and Palladium Drive. There's a big study underway to look at what will that roadway look like, the roads, the sidewalks, uh, the recreation, multi-use pathways, the intersections, the trees, all of those things. So they're going to give an update on that on Tuesday. I believe registration is open now. If not, it'll be open on Monday, but you can go to my website for more information, glengower.ca. Uh, February 13th is our date for a budget Q&A. It's budget season coming up at the City of Ottawa for our 2023 budget. During the month of February, City Council and our committees will be discussing and debating the budget, and we would love to hear your feedback on where the city should be spending and should not be spending, what's important to you from city priorities. There's uh, just just dozens and dozens of city services that uh, the city city provides to residents and local businesses. So on February 13th, come on out. Uh, registration is open now on my website. So come out and share your feedback or ask your questions about how the city budget works. Uh, we've got a busy week this week, don't we? Uh, city Council is on Wednesday. On uh, Thursday, we have a Transportation Committee meeting. I'm, I'm a member of that committee. One of the items we'll be discussing is Wellington Street 
and whether or not it should remain temporarily, temporarily closed in front of the Parliament Hill. It closed last year just after the occupation and uh, we're deciding whether or not uh, it'll stay closed until there's a, a permanent decision on, on whether it'll be open or closed. I'm making this way more complicated. Anyways, it's closed now. Should it continue to remain temporarily closed? Uh, I've ha had all sorts of feedback about it, so thank you for that on, on all, all sides. So if you have any thoughts, please share them with me. Finally, I'd like to welcome Kara to our team. She started this week. It's been great to have you so far and looking forward to working with you as we help Stittsville residents over the next four years. And uh, that's it for today. Lots and lots of updates. I hope you have an excellent weekend. Uh, I hope you get out to one of our local rinks to do some skating, maybe to a local hill for some tobogganing, or like what I will be doing this week, uh, some cross-country skiing. So uh, have a great weekend. And I'll see you here next week. Take care.